Like a dojo. A do dojo cat. Dojo cat. Oh, fuck. I just ripped all my notes. <laughs> just in half. Just fucking... Oh, no. Okay. Um, we're back. Hello. Hello. We're just back. slammed a night's coffee. Can't wait. Mm -hmm. It's been a great day so far. I woke mm -hmm. up at the crack of 5.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, feel rejuvenated. Got the iced yeah. coffee. We're ready to go. Got a little bit too invested in Super Smash Bros. Mm -hmm. And um, had more beer than I wanted to. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. It's winter. You're supposed to wake up when it's midnight. Yeah. Um, there's no time to waste. It's, no. It's not the day today. of, um, it's the day of the 2020 Grammys. Mm -hmm. Biggest, n music's biggest night. Yeah. Um, do we care about that? Kind of. I do a little bit. I, I think do. we should see who is getting nominated because all I know is that Lana's in the ring, which makes me care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes me care. I've Let's seen see. a little bit of spoilers on Twitter because mm -hmm. I couldn't stay away, but. I don't have, like, an official list. Has album of the year happened yet? Do we know? Probably not. I don't know. Because okay. in California, it's, like, 7.30 right now. The nominees are, <laughs> for Shit. album of the year, is uh, I, I by Bonnie Bear. Who the fuck is I that? I don't know. We're, we don't know her. Who the fuck is that? Lana, Norman fucking Rockwell. Best winner. album of last year. Clear yeah. winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. It won't win, but it should, mm -hmm. obviously. There's She's going to, like, laugh when it doesn't win. She's going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> what she gets for dating a cop fuck yeah, her right, she yeah. had such a good sympathetic narrative going everyone loved her and then she was like oh <laughs> Billie Eilish where we, When We All Fall Asleep I okay. like that album yeah that's good I was a big fan of that album feels fair mm -hmm. Arianka thank you next nope nope it's gonna be a pass <laughs> um, her H-E-R I, I used to know her I'm not familiar uh, I've, I saw her perform like maybe last year or two years ago at the Grammys I wanna say she's fine she's like very like I think she's like soul is she like R&B Kind of, yeah, in the same like horny, same arena, but like <laughs> I think she's less horny than SZA. Okay, that's yeah. Funny. Um, Little Nas, which that EP sucks, but I mean, yeah, I, just, I get why people care. As he was like a big deal this year. He's he's fine. Lizzo, we all know how we feel, yeah. and Vampire Weekend, Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend, which I like. Yeah, I was into that album. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, whatever. I think I saw them back in like 2013. I didn't know who they were, but obviously the best choice is Lana Birdworld, but <laughs> Birdworld by Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Birdworld by Lana Del Rey. Um, <laughs> Normani fucking Rockwell. Yeah, well, cheers to her. Yeah. Fingers crossed that she gets to take <laughs> home that, that trophy, but if she doesn't, you know. I mean, if not Lana, who would you want? Billy. Yeah. Which, actually, I bet you she has a pretty good, strong chance of getting it. I think so, too. She had a huge year. Yeah, it was amazingly huge for her. <sighs> it's not my bone to pick today. There's far more There's important too much. Yeah, I can't <laughs> occupy the space right now. <laughs> I did love a couple songs this week. <laughs> I did, yeah. So it, when it comes to the music field, I feel like we're not going to sound as much of like crazy haters this time because last time I feel like we sort of dunked on everything. Oh shit, we went off, yeah. Yeah, and uh -huh. this time I feel like I like a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I think I'll have positive things to say. I'm, yeah, I'm still not going to hold back, but so, um, it's not going to be as intense. There's not going to be like you know red in my eyes this yeah. year, or this this week. Um, so we're going to talk about Megan The Stallion. But it's 2020, I ain't finna argue about twerking. And her new song. We're going to talk about Haley Williams from Paramore. Cause nothing cuts like the mother. Kevin. And we're going to talk about Rico, Rico Nasty. And we're going to talk about Doja Cat. Um... Uh, who's the other one? Oh, and, and we're talking about little, little, little Lady Gaga. Um, okay, let's get into Megan. Cool. So the song is B-I-T-C-H. And this is the one that she's been teasing in that video where she's like in like a 
sort of like a sauna or something and mm-hmm. there's the two girls dancing behind her mm-hmm. and it's been like sort of her viral moment recently right. b-i-c-t-h b-i-c-t-h i would have loved if she named it that i know that would have been great <laughs> yeah and she'd open it like how rico opens cheat code where it's right. like this ain't no homemade shit right yeah <laughs> and yes she, she is a bitch, bitch. b-i-c-t-h H. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole, <laughs> the thing, the aesthetic she's going for is, like, the whole, like, the doghouse shit, or, yeah. like, it's a Doberman on the cover. Mm-hmm, um, like it. supposed to be some hard shit, and yeah. I love it. It's great. Um, I feel, I actually feel sort of mixed positive about this one. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't like it. I do like it. I think it's nice. But, yeah. um, I think my ultimate issue with it is that the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, she tore it. Obviously, the verses are great. Super catchy, right. yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But my biggest problem, I think, was, like, that now on the fifth listen, like, we re-listened to, re-listened to it, like, before we started the app. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is, like, background music. Like, it yeah. doesn't catch my ear in the same way that, like, a lot of other Megan songs were like, I will stop, like, will, I will stop what's ever happening in the room to listen to Big Old Freak in, like, truly. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, to zoom in on it. Yeah, I think one of Megan's strengths is her consistency, mm-hmm. because I think she does kind of, like, hit hard with every song that she does come out with. Sure. Um, but I don't think this is her magnum opus at all, or, no. like, anywhere near that. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I have some hesitance with her singing voice, just because, like, she doesn't have, like, a super expressive voice. Right. Like, a lot of the weakest points on Fever, for me, were, like, when she had these sort of sung hooks, and I was just like, she just doesn't have, like, pipes. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so when she asked, like, the whole chorus to be carried by her singing, mm-hmm. I'm sort of a little bit more skeptical. The the beginning dialogue made me so nervous the first time I listened to it when it was yeah. like, <laughs> it was like, doesn't matter if it's about him or capital H-I-M. Like, it gave me that, <laughs> where I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I swear I have she some does space in my like, heart for that kind of thing. But I just really didn't want her to do that. I was like, you better not well, be Well, because I love the opening of Cash Shit, where oh, she's like, yeah. um... I'm in that bag in a minute, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. Why every time you see me, I got some new shoes. No, I liked that. Yeah. But sure. this one felt very it is like. sort of a retread, yeah. I guess. This one felt weird where I was like, oh, I hope it's not like super yeah. emotional deep. But um, yeah. I, yeah, I like it. I think yeah. I still had my net positive, but um, sure. it still had like very classic rap elements. Yeah. So, I like that it did yeah. sort of give a little bit of like salt and pepper, it gave a little mm-hmm. bit of like synchronized room dancing. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's some clear choreo in mind, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> I th- yeah. I liked it. It was good. I Again, she has a lot better shit, mm-hmm. but I think this is still, you know, keeping up with her consistency. For sure. Still waiting for her to kind of go over that mountain of yeah. like what's going to make well, everyone yeah, that stop Yeah. That was something that I liked the most about it is because like, this is her first single for like some big albums. So like right. if this is her idea of like radio music and it's mm-hmm. already good, like right. that makes me excited for whatever she has around the corner. Absolutely. And I also do love that with, I think I said this last time too, was that like my favorite thing about her is that she doesn't get lazy with her verses. No. And mm-hmm. like the fact that like, okay, like when Nikki used to like get clowned all the time for like ha- doing a lot of like ass music, mm-hmm. where we'd be like, oh, this is her fourth single in a row about like throwing ass, you know? And like Megan does that kind of shit. <laughs> Whenever I think about Nikki getting lazy, I'm reminded of that verse with David Guetta where it's like, <laughs> two years ago, I renewed my license. Anyway, why did I start my verse like that? <laughs> That's lazy. <laughs> that sucks. But then I feel like some of her lines, that she, I'm sure she came up with in her fucking sleep, are some of my favorites. Where she says, "I got it in the can." Dole. Dole. Like it's it's so hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> like Nikki has the past to do that stupid yeah. shit. But I feel like the reason why people are so much more forgiving with Megan when she like does four songs for male rappers in a row about like pussy and like you know that kind of thing is yeah. that her verses are always. 
Good, so yeah. hot. They're strong. Yeah. yeah. And they like, they, they hit, they hit the same. Uh-huh. So her consistency is her strength. Yeah, so I good for her. Yeah. I think that this is a promising first start. I'm mm-hmm. not, even if I'm not wild about it, I do think it's good. Still good. Yeah. yeah. It's still very on brand for her. She's doing mm-hmm. what she's doing. I like it. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. Should we talk about Haley? Yeah. Haley let's Williams? jump right into that one. Because you apparently have a lot to say about this one. I do. I have a lot that I just, you know, just What's pulled out. your past experience with Paramore? That's what I also put. I don't I don't have a lot to compare it to, so I sure. don't feel very strongly like negatively about it. Mm-hmm. Um the only exception used to be a great song that I used to listen to sure, all the sure. time. That's it. That was it. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm besides, surprised you sort of were like you leaned emo. Yeah. I mean Fall Out Boy was my first concert in mm-hmm. eighth grade. I was Avril Lavigne, second yeah. row. Right, so we both have the background. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, I you know I recognize her her impact. I know a lot of bitches love her. Yeah, I think she's cute. Yeah. Um, for some reason, she reminds me of the Ting Tings as well. Yes, so I always get that, that them confused. This sort of like innocuous white white woman's face. Like right. just, she's just sort of I don't know. I like I, but I've always sort of liked her. I did too. Yeah, I, I have like Paranoia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I liked that how her hair always used to make Paramore's album covers look like those horrible Facebook photo edits where like you'd make everything black and white but one part. Right. Yeah. The, the selective <laughs> coloring on her fucking orange like, uh-huh. they'd be, like make Charizard it really hair, orange, and everyone else would be like, "Oh, I'm some guy like holding a guitar." <laughs> yeah. Looked, like a stock photo or like the thing that comes in like a photo frame at TJ Maxx. Right. Yeah. I mean, what's great about Paramore is like they were that like alt pop rock group that like everyone loved. Like yeah. there's nothing to really not like about Paramore. True. So it's interesting that she's kind of going so alone now. It's what I'm. Yeah, I mean, it from is this. really different. I mean, I was excited because it seems like it was like her Love Angel Music Baby moment is right. on the horizon. Mm-hmm. I do think that this is less of a departure, though, than what Gwen did. Yeah. I. When I first was listening to this song, so this is like her first song. Uh-huh. As, like, I am Haley Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck shit. Fuck mm-hmm. Paramore. Um. It Fuck seemed Paramore. like <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy sure. from Paramore is on the song. He like, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I didn't have a lot to compare. It, it kind of felt like a car commercial to me. <laughs> um, really? Yeah, it felt like every now and then I should be hearing like new Chevy Elantra. Like I don't know, like, I where it like, was so like intense and right. Just, so like, like ooh, like yeah. just driving along like a mountain. <laughs> Um, I put that it felt outdated and then cross it out and put expired. <gasps> oh my goodness. I, the, the, thing wow. is, I mean, the thing is, I don't even hate it. Like, I, I like wrote it. lovely and understated. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it, though. It just felt like uh-huh. it still had, like, the um, alternative elements to it. Sure. It still felt like one of those kind of songs. I liked it. It was cute. Yeah. Um, it just felt like... Uh, there was something huh. missing to it that really wanted me well, to like. There's go part for of it, it that I think my cringe response, which is very sensitive, it kind of went off a couple times because I mean mm-hmm. she does do this thing where like she is sort of like cutesy pixie thing happening with her. Yeah, where like there's a line in the song where she says that fucker like says something like that like and like she just says fucker which yeah. to me always reads like middle school to me like it's right. like it's like the idea of like someone who's like darkest thought is like they're a fucker <laughs> <laughs> and like that's supposed to be like emotionally evocative to me yeah. and like it sounds just like a glass animal song or like okay. an all j song I can where see like that. Yeah. these sort of like edgy synthy dude bands who mm-hmm. are like so preoccupied with like constructing their songs around like breathing or like sharp right. inhales and whatever, which she does a lot of that here. Yeah, she does. That's why I felt like very like <laughs> after the first chorus, she does this thing that sounds like Trixie Mattel coming. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> 
she transitions like, out of all the parts fuck? to just be like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, I thought that it felt like the Matrix but horny. The Matrix, yeah, like very, yeah, like the sippiness. Yeah, sure, very, like no, I get that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, again, I didn't yeah. hate it. I actually liked it. It was okay, but it just felt like for her first like solo song, I felt like she was trying to channel like something from back in the day when it comes sure. to like that like alt synthy indie. I just think it's a weird time to be like, like earnestly brooding. Yeah. Like for your whole thing to be like, oh, I'm genuinely like, I'm like a, yeah, missing the time. I think she's missing the, the timing yeah. on this. I think that's what I was trying to get. But to. I mean, there is a level of nostalgia baiting to her career in some sense. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's Haley Williams. Yeah, so it's like that's and the I thing. I think liked it. it. Her voice is cute. Yeah. I do th- and I thought I really do think it's. I think it's a lovely little tune. Yeah, I liked. I think it is Haley Williams. Mm-hmm. I think no, like I don't think she's gonna estrange any fans with this. But I also don't no. think that it's gonna be like a crossover success by any stretch of logic. It's right, like a normal song. Yeah, it's normal cute. song feels yeah. fine. I like it. Yeah. I didn't think I'd be that mean about it, but because <laughs> I at the end of the day I was like it was cute, it was good. Sure, but I oh man, car commercial. If every now and then I really yeah. thought there, I thought there was just going to be like fucking. It is a little bit like Range Rover turning the corner of a mountain, right? Like blue hues, cloudy yeah, day, and sure. fucking this pickup truck is just zooming through the mountains. I saw like, like a little screenshot of the music video for it, and it has that same color. <laughs> you see, you see, uh, yeah. you yep. see. That's okay. It's fine. Whatever. No one can be perfect. I'm, not, I'm like doing gymnastics to justify her. I, w- I don't even. I, <laughs> is she I don't dying, even love it. Is she dying her hair for this new era, or is she still doing? I the think orange? she's blonde. Oh shit! Okay. But she was blonde for the last Paramore album too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just super out of touch with that. Whatever. So. If she cut, yeah. It, it's just also just not like this isn't going to be a radio single. Like no one's mm-hmm. going to be like, no. it's not going to be number one. <laughs> but I am interested to see what else she's going to do. Yeah, better okay. than Halsey, I will say. Certainly better than Halsey. Yeah, which is a low bar, but she clears it. <laughs> she clears it. Yeah, <laughs> she jumps over it with flying colors. Um, let's talk about Rico Nasty IDGAF. Hell yeah. Um, this shit is for the fucking birds. I hate this song. <laughs> what do you mean? I loved it. What? I- you love I, this song. I, I, cause she's, I, I know what she's doing within the past few releases. It's kind of in that same, like, slower, sad SoundCloud rap that, like, a lot of guys are doing, but uh, she does it better and she's doing it, like, as a girl. I just don't think it's, I, it's not cool. It's not uh, cool. It's fucking boring. The shit is for the birds. And I have no, like, her sing- okay, I'm just gonna, fl- I, I'm gonna preface this by saying I love I love Rico Nasty. Yeah. I love her. Mm-hmm. Counting up one of the best songs. Know every fucking word. Know every mm-hmm. word to cheat code. Know every word to Hayden. Uh, this, it's but, a new like, era, yeah, for her. And even hard, like her most recent like single single. Yeah. I love that song too. Mm-hmm. But I just, I think that she does this thing where she has a desire to be versatile and she wants to prove that she can do more than the screaming thing. Mm-hmm. But like, wouldn't you fucking rather be the best at that because I know she is like I mean, and also when all these mm-hmm. new girls are coming up who are sort of doing the screaming thing, like Ashniko and Big Clit, and all these people who are like, yeah, basing their careers around being like a fucking crazy girl, and like right. Rico is the best of all of them. Right. I th- it does sound like music to take bars to, and <sighs> like yeah. I I don't know. I really liked the slow Minecraft piano notes in the back. <laughs> like I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I got a little bit of that. Um, but I, the only thing I like really really about this is that like I think she's doing what she wants to do well, uh. and I kind of get where like her older shits fi- it hits it slaps. Like think of like Tia Tamara yeah. and like her verses that just go hard. I guess I understand her desire to not want to only do that. Yeah, but I just think that like. When it's slowed down like this, 
and it's this like sort of trap jam that's at this specific very low BPM. Mm-hmm. My patience for that kind of thing, especially you have no when patience. yeah, uh, none. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, like with like, I'm trying to think of something comparable. Like, okay, so like Doja Cat rules, mm-hmm. right? No, not rules. No. Bottom bitch. Yeah, kind has of sort see, of a yeah. similar vibe, mm-hmm. and that one. I like that one more, I think, because I think that Doja's lyrical capabilities are sort of above Rico's. And when we talk about Doja, we will talk about versatility. Because I think Doja... We will. Right, because I <laughs> think it's... a lot of bases to cover with So that. I do kind of get that, where I think it's trying to find that middle ground of yeah. like, okay, like, Rico wants to do something new, something great, but like, does she need to? As opposed to uh, like... Right. And yeah. especially like, if she's gonna try and branch out and do this other thing, like, it's really gotta be better. Because, like, yeah. one of Rico's biggest weaknesses is the fact that I do think that her lyrics are sort of limited to this very basic, like, rap, braggadocio sort of thing. Where, yeah. Like, the, like, for some reason, I feel like she's in the back of the, um, what am I trying to say? Like, she's kind of lagging behind the other girls a little bit. Yeah. And I don't want her to. I think she's still doing great. I think she's still gonna be, like, you know, successful and, like, her aesthetics yeah. are still solid. But I just, like, really, like... And want to, you know, let a tiny little fire under her ass and she be like, says, all right, this like, could be a year. Like, you know. the bars on this song are like, I went and got some racks, now my pocket's bigger. Walk up in this bitch and I'm faded. Don't know why they hate me. Like, okay. Like, how many times can that be said? Right. And like, especially because, like, I feel like Rico has had a lot of lines throughout her career where I've been like, mm-hmm. how has no one thought to say this yet? Right. Where she's really, like, been on top of that particular game. Mm-hmm. But, like, with this, where it's, like, where I can hear every word... And it's not, like, caught up in the sort of crazy chaos of, like, her production with Kenny. Right. It's, like... uh, It feels like it could be better. I can't overlook the sort of lyrical crimes. Mm -hmm. I, comparing this to, like, Time Flies, because Time Flies is definitely in the same vein of Mm -hmm. this kind of, you know, production style. I like that song so much more, because that one feels a little bit more put together, a little bit more, like, on point of what they're trying to do. This one feels, yeah, just very much, like just another party song that's like not really a party just everyone kind of like sitting in a circle passing a ball yeah. around i mean the caveat to this is too is that it's not i don't think it's a proper album single like she put this out as oh, like a yeah. celebration of like reaching a certain amount of followers or something yeah which is fine i like that so it's probably Whatever. just like a yeah like, i mean maybe it's supposed to just be like a don't dig deep into it but i think i like it i think it's cute it's fine it's i think it's just kind of a little bit inoffensive to me i just wish that she would cop to being the best screamer and just yeah. be like i wanted <laughs> yeah. like because even Anger Management, like, I was expecting that to be, like, for as short as that project was, it was, like, eight songs or something. Yeah. I was and like, was why good, isn't it yeah. eight fucking songs of, like, how the first three tracks are, where it's, like, <laughs> insane, like, screaming, yeah. screaming. And she couldn't even do it for that long. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think, like, there's a level of, like, I think a lot of, like, the most respected male rappers of today and the past, mm-hmm. like, Danny Brown and, like, ODB and, like, all these sorts of things that, like... They were, like, I mean, a lot of these, like, cult legend figures of rap are these people who were these, like, oddball people who weren't afraid to, like, make fucking psycho noises with their voices and, like, right. go totally off the rails. Like, there's certain rappers through history who can only, there's certain kinds of beats that, like, most rappers don't touch and then they always will and right. sound amazing on it. And I see Rico, like, being in that class of people where, like, mm-hmm. if she just honed in on that one skill, there's, like so much like notoriety and craziness that's ahead of her mm-hmm. that makes me wonder like, like what you don't exactly want her to is kind the of... point of trend fucking and being in on this thing of like this like sort of brooding yeah hazy trap music that right, I like think you a don't, lot of people do like you don't want her to memorable. be you don't want to be like kind of like led astray right now yeah. when it's like she's at that kind of like sweet spot in her career yeah where it's like she can kind of take it over the top with what she can do, but and like it's if not she starts to clown doing, like, mumble rap either, because I do think that there is like 
I love a lot of that kind of shit too, but I just don't right. think that like it's so obviously to me not in her skill set yet. Yeah, maybe and, not like, yet. If this is going to be the route that she's going, like mm-hmm. I always like when like her lines hit really hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this to me just sort of like comes in and out. It's sort of like whatever. Like mm-hmm. even the bragging, like the typical like hip hop bragging, doesn't land. Yeah, to me. Oh, it sucks. I feel like I give artists so much more leeway when it comes to them, like, experimenting. Because I feel like yeah. you don't like that shit. No, I, I don't. Feel like, I feel like if you're good at I don't like change. Is, right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like time and time again, I'll be like, oh, this is, like, something different. I don't different. like when people fucking like, switch it up. Right. Yeah. So. I become fans I, of someone for consistency. Yeah. I like her for venturing out. I think it's still cute and fun. But I do kind of get what you mean, where it's like, yeah. she'll she'll bring it back. I trust in her. Yeah. I, yeah. Again, it's not like it's, the shit's not even on streaming services. It's on like SoundCloud. Right. It's like it's, it's an off the record sure, track. Whatever. And my, hard. Yeah. Her single before this is fucking amazing. Yeah. So hard. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. Okay. Work. Okay. Covered. That was great. That was good. That was yeah. efficient. That felt productive. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> let's talk about another. Uh, lovely gal, big fan mm-hmm. of her, friend of the pod, Doja Cat. And this one has been talked about a lot too. Yes. So, which I'm I excited like to talk about now. up in my Twitter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I when I first heard this song, mm-hmm. I actually wasn't sold. I think because there's something sort of about the of like the electro sort of like techno-y production that she has on it that makes me think like. Like it's like an Alaska Thunderfuck beat because to preface <laughs> because <laughs> to preface the song it is going on the same soundtrack of you know the birds yeah of the prey, same whatever. as birds of uh, so I always have to think about that when I go the into same these as kind diamonds of songs. yeah right. fucking and but I I and the, yeah I think that also is like sort of set off my tripwire mm-hmm. of skepticism about like action movie soundtracks yeah because mm-hmm. I do think that there's a level of that too where like it is so obviously like created in order to soundtrack some sort of like Fucking, fight yeah. scene or mm-hmm. like some like big, a bank like, robbery uh-huh right yeah. exactly like sort of like girls with bats like breaking into a bank and like you right know, yeah i get so, that because mm-hmm. what i would say is that like even when it's coming from a movie soundtrack i think what this song does is mm-hmm. kind of like the best that we're gonna get when it comes to that yeah like think yes. about like it doesn't young, get better <laughs> right it doesn't get better than what they're giving her sure um kind of compared it to like young and beautiful lana del rey mm. it just feels like sometimes it feels like the perfect storm where it's like Doja does fit into that category of like, for sure, that like punchy, like kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. You think about, you know, uh, bright well, colors, fucking hard shit. Yeah. Because this song has sort of been like making the rounds in some way for kind of a long time because mm-hmm. there was that video of her shooting the video for it. It was, and everyone yeah. was like, mm-hmm. no one sent this to Azealia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people kept saying that it sounds like Azealia. It's like her flow or her style. Wait, which is weird but because I don't, it doesn't remind me of Azealia. It reminds me of Nikki. It reminds me of like pop Nikki era. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like Haley 47. Yeah. People also compare her to like Childish Gambino every now and then. Uh-huh. So what I kind of gather from all of that is that it feels more of like a compliment to say that because you're kind of sure. proving that she's versatile and that she can yeah. kind of. Well, you I know, mean, also like Doja is very much like sort of a student of. A lot of the girls who are like contemporary and old too. Yeah, because she like, was an internet. Her girl too. voice is like, I mean, there's lines in this that sound like the like a hundred percent. It could be a Nicki verse, like right. So much of her like the raps in this sound like some of Nicki's best podcast verses. Right, that's what I was thinking too, for sure. Yeah, um, it's really cool that she kind of pulls influences yeah. from those um, those different flows and everything. Um, it makes me really happy that Eshniko co-wrote it because I love yeah, her. That's true, love, we love um, And it just it just adds more and more. And I think I really love this track. I think mm-hmm. it's really awesome. Um, um, I'm really yeah. glad that I wrote that I'm really glad that she survived cancellation because like <laughs> she has like a real like major like lucrative career now I mean like she yeah. had, last year it was like she had a viral song every other day yeah she, yeah I mean I, I'm so glad she's out there. 
I think and she's it, cool. If like, you go on like Apple Music and Spotify and stuff, like Moo is not even in the top ten. Like that's good. She's so surpassed <laughs> that, which is so funny. Yeah, I mean, I love her. I love her to death. I think yeah, she's one of my favorite same. people right now. Love cybersex. Um, she can say faggot. Love I don't care. Yeah, listen. This is a lesson. <laughs> if there's any lesson to be gleaned from Doja Cat's career and that whole mm-hmm. thing, it's that saying faggot does not a homophobe make. And this, <laughs> and this whole thing is like, I mean, it, like, look at her. Cle- clearly, she's like created. This is for the gays. This right. is for the girls. Yeah. Like, who, I'm sorry, but who is watching the video for cyber sex or watching the video for rules or watching the video for any of this shit or right. the choreo for say so on fucking TikTok? Or this, even this like, shit yeah. is for the girls. And she's also like entertaining the gays. Like, they were like, 100%. her fucking weaves busted, her fucking. Yeah, like, right. They were exactly like letting yeah. all these faggots bully her about her. Right. <laughs> yeah, line. literally. And she's like, you know, she's fine with everything. So yeah. I love her. I think she, I think she's great. I don't think she can be torn down because I also this think she's fucking, tough. It ended Diamonds. It did. The, I, diamonds it, is in oh, the fucking ground. Holy if shit. I didn't like that song before, this now is like I, no never yeah and thanks the, i actually was endeared more to this song i think by um the fact that when i started seeing all these mashups of like people merge this with um nikki's boss ass bitch verse oh, and 212 so good all these crazy things because it's just it's good good production her yeah. voice is so like raspy and funny like i love mm-hmm. her delivery right it's fun it's yeah. so fun it keeps me entertained it's yeah. great and it, I can't wait to see where she fucking. Goes it just makes me this. happy about like the state of female rap. Yep, it's like, really hearing good still. this song and like it's also seeing it in context of like those like the mashups I was talking about mm-hmm. is like it just makes me so glad that like that the girls have the freedom to suck. Like you know <laughs> right, that yeah. like sometimes when I'm like oh this Rico Nasty song makes me fucking homicidal yeah <laughs> I'm like at least she I know that like she's not gonna get tanked and like we're never gonna hear from her again like she, right yeah like the fact that it's not just Nicki Minaj that has like a stable platform yeah like, Megan's not going anywhere Rico's not going anywhere mm-hmm. no yeah Nicki and Azealia clearly is a roach <laughs> who just will <laughs> yeah, never die like she is the roach of the music of the industry because she's always gonna be there. And I will always... Yeah. I sense a comeback for her in 2020, I hate to say. There will I've always, heard a couple snippets. There will always be a light on in my home for her. 100. I will leave a light on for you. I will leave a light on. <laughs> I will leave all my lights on. Um, but yeah. yeah. So that's Doja. Great song. Good. Love Amazing. It. Nothing yeah. negative. Yeah. No. Perfect. No notes. Um, <laughs> no notes. No. Let's get into... Um, what we've all been waiting for. Lady for, Gaga. For years. Yeah. Which yeah. technically is still not out, which I'm fucking... I, her team, Stupid. this woman's team, needs to be fucking completely fired. Yeah, like, excommunicated. The second hung. that this blew up and trended twice in two days, yeah, put it out. Yep. Music video or not, I don't care what was going on behind the scenes, fucking put the song out. And if she doesn't release it, I... <laughs> well, that's... that's she's already, She already has three strikes for me. Oh, 100%. This, this is, is the rule of thumb for the girls. You get two bad albums, that's it. <laughs> And as far as I'm concerned, R-Pop, I know you like it. <laughs> I love R-Pop. I don't love it. I know. And I hate Joanne. Joanne Joan. sucked. Yeah. Joanne sucked. So this is, the, this is this bitch's last strike or I'm fucking out of here. I did not forget about that Tony Bennett shit. <gasps> I did not forget. How could we? <laughs> That's... So she had two strikes. Yeah. I'm going to count fucking... I'm not going to count... Shoot, we're not, we don't talk about Shoot to Jake. What about... What's the movie called? <gasps> Oh, a star is a born. Star is born. Yeah, that shit. I don't care. Fine. No, whatever. Whatever. She's been good having. She's been doing her. Th- she whatever. needed to tour stadiums and feel good about herself just to get back to this. And yeah. I actually, I talked to. Um, first, of all, we're talking about Lady Gaga. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and her, her her alleged comeback single, Stupid Love. Oh, man. I mean, so this leaked everywhere. We got a hold of it because we're, yeah. we're gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> after that, listen, it's I think it's like everything that I fucking wanted. I think yeah. that... Actually, no, but go ahead. Okay, well, yeah. I think that... <laughs> In, in my head, I was like, if she's going to really come back to music, like if she's really going to say, hey, like I'm coming back, because she's hinted mm-hmm. at it. She's like, I'm coming back. Yeah. I think this is a good song to come back with. I think... Here's my question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I first heard, like, when the verse, like, sort of comes alive mm-hmm. in the first couple seconds, yeah, I was like, the first thing I thought was like, is Carly Rae Jepsen the blueprint for Pop Girls Redemption? I did. I marked that... Um, because this reminds yeah, me so like, much of Never Really Over in mm. the same way that, like, that syncopated synth thing that is so, like, the hallmark of disco and the hallmark of this sort of, like, electro-y influence. Like, it makes me think so much of Emotion and the more recent Carly album where, like, it's this yeah. very specific, like, disco palette that I think is, like... A lot of the girls are doing it. I think mm-hmm. that disco doesn't really... It, people always say, like, oh, like, disco is being revived or, like, we're going through a revival mm. of disco. I don't think it never really went through... It's been going on forever. Like, think of, like, Madonna, Robin, yeah, yeah Carly I mean, Rae. Yeah, all the hits of Dua 2010 were... Yeah. Yeah, so they're all doing it. I think that this Take one is in the same... Yeah, it's the same palette. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it just felt like it was kind of like... Like an amalgam, <laughs> I had to Google this word and I kind of don't really know how to say it right now. An amalgam amalgamation, yeah, ding nice. ding ding ding, <laughs> of the best parts of her eras because uh-huh. it gives me perfect illusion, it gives uh, yeah. me a little bit of kind of like a just dance, like that first sure. round. Um, um, and I think it's good, I think it's great. Yes, I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah. I, when I first heard it, I was like, I was walking home from the train and I was like, smiling, I was excited, I was like, like oh, she's back, yeah, it's exciting because she's established herself uh-huh. as like one of the main pop you know fucking gods of like yeah. our, our our time i was talking to a twitter user in front of the pod uh, at kismet and <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how like she really needed this like joanne a star is born cycle to like play normie mm-hmm. and to step away from being like lady gaga yeah because our pop was like oh okay imagine how exhausting that must have been to be her for those couple years i loved it well, sure. I mean, I loved it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the god, the like, it the was amount chaotic, of psychosis yeah. it takes to be like genuinely like getting in front of a camera every day and being like, I'm gonna get inside this flying dress, <laughs> and I'm gonna put out a press release about it. I'm gonna, like, dr- <laughs> I'm gonna dress like a bug and then yeah. sit in a theater chair for three <laughs> hours. <laughs> um, she looks like a fucking space cadet on crack. Oh god. Yeah. I mean. God bless her. She, she, this woman got went to, went to South by Southwest as Lady Gaga four albums into her career yeah. and had a woman vomit on her for in an hour and a half set. <laughs> More power to her. Yeah. Blessings. Yeah. But <laughs> I do think that like now this is like maybe her first step into being like I'm ready to come back and like be like a pop star. Pop star like, again. Yeah. Which I'm this fine, but mm-hmm. Here are my qualms. <laughs> yes, I'm ready to hear it. I don't like when... I don't know what's happened between the fame slash fame monster and today, mm-hmm. where something about the way she produces her vocals and the way that her vocals are mixed, they're so much higher and clearer in her songs mm-hmm. where you can hear her sort of, like, theater chick timbre, where, like, when she, her vibrato is so, like... I'm in an off-Broadway production of, like, fucking whatever. I can see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, like, in the same way of, like, where Perfect Delusion should have been, like, this really messy, grungy 
like rock moment. It seems too polished, too performative. It was yeah, of, right. Yeah. Like her, just the way that her vocals are so tight and theaterish. Mm-hmm. It's like you she couldn't sell it quite. It's as kind it of to like. Be. Oh, like, I don't know if this is, like, kind of reaching too far, but it's kind of, like, in the same realm of, like, what Beyonce does, mm. where it's, like, when mm. you're that big and when you're already at the top of, like, the pyramid, sure, everything feels like it has to be, like, polished. Yeah. Like, every little inch of whatever song you have to put out has to be perfect. So I can kind of get that. I kind of did get that, too. My, where... I, I, th- I almost have opposite issues with Beyonce and Gaga, which is that with Beyonce, like, the reason I didn't like Everything is Love or Certain Parts of Lemonade was because it seemed so obviously focus grouped and like mm-hmm. so many pairs of ears had to hear it before right. it made it on record. That's what I was thinking. And like this no, no hair out of place. Like this right, exactly. thing where it was like, yeah, like of course this is mm-hmm. the, the, this is the joint Beyonce and Jay-Z album. Like of course it's going to sound per- quote unquote perfect. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of a perfect album or a perfect pop song is that it is a little bad. Yeah. Like when, when Beyonce released the original demo for Sorry, yeah, that is a oh, completely beautiful different. It seems like a different genre. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's yeah, and it's gorgeous. It's beautiful, and I'm like, we're like how the regular version of Sorry makes me like when I first heard it. It's like it's a good song. Right, it's like but like, like fun. Like fuck you. There's a level of like you can hear the zingers and the Instagram captions built in, mm-hmm. and how they were in a room being like, what is the line that everyone's going to be talking about? Right, and there's a I think that there's an artistry to that, mm-hmm. and I think that that's cool to a certain extent. Right. Something like, separate. I just, I have like this cynical reaction to being like, you know, <laughs> you better call Becky with the good hair. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but then I have sort of the opposite problem with Gaga, which is that I nothing been, is great. No, it gets all pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> like the beauty of her best songs are that they're retarded. Yeah. Like fully, like just, just chaotic messes. Like yeah. Venus is like, a song I love. Take me to your Venus. Like that, you, like... Aphrodite lady, seashell bikini, garden, garden panties, Venus. Venus. Perfect. It speaks a thousand words. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it paints such a vivid big picture. Yeah. But I, that's why I loved Arpa, because it was so <sighs> stupid. And because I, it's so, like, like in my head I was like, who who let this go? Uh-huh. But also I was like, still good. Yeah. Still great. I... Uh, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's something about this that just feels very like. It feels like Gaga's writing process is like exhausting. Yes. Like, because it feels like it's yes. one of those like, she's up until 4 a.m. and then she's they finally just, yeah. just agree on like, yep, this sounds funny and mm-hmm. fucking cool. We're going to go with it. She just is such a psycho that like, I know that she wants to do the Beyonce thing where she like doesn't let it leave the room until everyone's like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. But she is such like a chaotic, like, loser (laughs) that like she just like she just makes certain artistic choices that like when they work Mm -hmm. it's like transcendently stupid yeah because sometimes immaculately like dumb and good and then when it's not she just always reads as like an over caffeinated yeah like it's too much who's like five foot five foot two five foot two whenever sorry (laughs) bush light bird right um whenever she sings about love yeah. Or whenever she sings about, like, the traps of a relationship. After I've seen Five Foot Two, like, in this age of knowing how annoying Gaga must be to be as a friend, yeah. I can't picture her in a relationship. No. And there's it, no way. <laughs> it makes it tougher to sell some of these moments. I, I The thing about this song is that, like, it sounds like it's a song in a movie. Like, it, it's, like, the number one song in 
a Netflix world. You know, like where it's like it has all the parts <laughs> of a hit song. We're like in a very nearby but parallel universe. I'm sure this song is number one. Very like Miley Cyrus, but Black it's, Mirror. Yeah, but it's like missing this spark of like something that's just a little dirtier or like a little bit like ugly. I think that, like, my expectation was so low with her these past few rounds, yes. these past few cycles, where, like, this, like, did, yeah, like, the second I heard it, I was smiling, I was, like, it gave me yeah. the energy, where it's, like, in my head, I was, like, yeah, thank God she did something, sure. like, yeah. I don't no, know right, what, exactly, yeah. like, this is 100% a step in the right direction in the sense that yeah. I'm, I'm excited for a Lady Gaga record again. Right, yeah, that's But also, like, there is a level of, like, I think real criticism to this being, like, Mm-hmm. This is, like, for a very specific sort of, like, circuit gay. Yeah, that's what I think. Because it does still, re- yeah, the whole, like, going back to the whole disco shit and, like, yeah. Dua Lipa right now is doing that same fuckery. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see where it goes. I don't know what I would want Gaga to do at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, unless she <laughs> went fucking scream rapping. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I liked it. I loved it. I liked it. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to talk about... Drag race, or do we want to take a break? Let's take a quick break. Yeah, let's take a little break, and then we can come back and really, yeah. Chris Brown would be the Nicole of Pussycat Dolls. Really? Yeah. He can yeah, sing and dance, I guess. Yeah. Well, Nicole, Nicole Scherzinger beats the shit out of those girls behind the scenes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They have to take the storage. They have to take the storage elevator up because there's six of them. <laughs> so there's no cameras ever. <laughs> they have like medics in the wings of the Pussycat Dolls concerts because on stage Nicole's like kicking them in the <laughs> putting her heel right in their foot. Tapping on their balls. <laughs> <laughs> the Pussycat Girls balls. <laughs> I'm telling you to loosen up my butthole, baby. <laughs> oh. So let's play a little game. Called How Old is RuPaul? <laughs> How old is RuPaul? How old is this bald sack of shit? <laughs> really, <laughs> was the fucking bane of my existence. Do you uh, remember? Do you remember in college when that girl kept calling it Paul's Drag Race? <laughs> she goes, "Oh my god, are you guys watching Paul's Drag?" <laughs> so I was like, "Yes, I am. I am watching Paul." <laughs> what does Paul look like? <laughs> Out of, it's just like some some it's, fucking man out of drag. It's literally RuPaul, except he has like the alfalfa like stick hair. <laughs> <laughs> then like a monocle. <laughs> if RuPaul had a monocle, drag race would be fucking soaring. Well, <laughs> so girls. That's all he, he already talks like yeah, that. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good RuPaul impression. Actually. Yeah, that's good. So um, how old do we think she is? Fucking old. Because we don't what, know. What season is this of Drag Race? 20? 12. Oh, shit. 12. I thought it was 20. It 12? feels like fucking... There's oh. no... I can't quantify the amount of generational trauma that this is going to wreck on my kids. Yeah, because Drag Race is so old. The early season was like for the square TV. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, Vaseline I, on the lens. RuPaul has to be in the 60s, right? Oh, yeah, I guess we should guess before I Google. <laughs> I just put in R in my thing on here, and it's Rico Nasty, IDGAF, Lyrics, Rare Disc, Stardew, and Ryan Higa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to look up my fucking search. My YouTube search history is probably bad, because whenever I get blackout drunk, I like to um, watch the ride music video. Oh, yeah, you do like to do mm-hmm. that. My, uh, my um, YouTube is. search history right now is, what's my most recent? Let's see. Um, it's the video for El Tigarazo by Maluka. Oh, nice. <laughs> I have Penguin Falling. Do you uh-huh. remember The Buttress? 
the buttress. Yeah. Can't fuck till dawn, yawn. Don't oh, be mad that I fucked your dad. dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The buttress. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar. Uh, she took that song down because she's so mad that like it thwarted her potential at a real career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good, though. I thought that that was the girl who made um, that video of... What's that girl's name? She's from Camp Rock. Demi Lovato. Allison Stoner. And it's <laughs> Allison motherfucking Stoner. Stoner. <laughs> 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 fucking classic. I'm a Disney bitch and I suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who that is? That's Aisha. Yeah, that's Aisha. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> that's Miss Cheeseburger. <laughs> it's not Miss Cheeseburger. It's not the buttress. I wish it was. <laughs> I'm a Tiss Joe and a fuck dick. I'm a Disney bitch and I suck dick. <laughs> You know it. That <laughs> sucks. So <good. laughs> All right. Um, fucking stoner. <laughs> All right. I got to Google RuPaul's age. What's your guess? I want to say... I'm going to say 64. I'm going to say 62. Okay. Mm-hmm. RuPaul age. I'm going to look <gasps> Where... It's... Uh, she's 59. Oh, it's closer. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Interesting. Yeah, I because I feel like everyone is always talking. I mean, I guess it's like the cattiness of gays, mm-hmm. but I feel like everyone's always like if. <laughs> so the lady bunny joke. It's like I told RuPaul to act her age, and she died. <laughs> <laughs> there have been some. There have been some details like when people keep saying that like every time RuPaul like appears on the TV in like the Drag Race room, uh-huh. it just looks like someone's holding a wig behind, behind her, her bald head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it does. Well, because she's been on record like. Since season five, that she's like, I hate drag. Yeah, she doesn't like doing drag. She's she not, doesn't like being in it. Yeah. If it didn't pay the bills, she wouldn't be doing it. She, she doesn't, doesn't give care. a fuck about these girls. And honestly, all. I kind of love that. Like, yeah. my favorite uh, thing is um, Willem is my favorite drag race alum ever. One hundred percent. And yeah. she has this story that she tells about how they had this. I guess it's kind of dark, actually. She has this friend who. It was, like, a mutual friend of theirs, Matthew Anderson, who did all the makeup for the early seasons of Drag Race. Mm -hmm. And, like, he got really sick and was, like, in the hospital. And RuPaul, like, wasn't taking care of him because they had some, like, personal beef at the time. Mm -hmm. So Willem was, like, going to go visit this guy and, like, RuPaul wasn't and, like, wasn't paying his medical bills, wasn't helping at all, whatever. Yeah. And um, (laughs) Willem and RuPaul crossed paths at the airport. (laughs) And then Willem flagged RuPaul down and said, oh, hey, Matthew says hi. And RuPaul goes, you got some nerve, bitch. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and then she was waving out the, she was screaming out of the window of her cab. RuPaul wasn't willing. She was like, fuck you, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you got shit. some nerve, bitch. Got some nerve, bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's, whatever. Yeah, RuPaul's Besides RuPaul. RuPaul. Yeah. RuPaul's RuPaul. Because RuPaul, I mean, has her own business ventures now. I mean, fucking... It's, yeah, it's like, when you're 59 years old and a, and your job is to host a drag show, I'd be tired. Yeah. I'd be I like, mean, fuck this shit. I, I understand to a certain extent, like, her whole thing of being like... I mean, she's just, she's just fucking old. She's old. So when she doesn't get these issues of, like, the way that people want to move, like, drag race into the future, it's like... She's old. It's, she's. You're talking to a 60 year old man, right? Like, regardless if he's a gay man, a drag queen, they're still like, or no. if he's RuPaul, who's just some sort of like an ageless, genderless, whatever. He's like, a fucking, just a, yeah, that's like a mole. Yeah, but I, I don't I'm, know that. Don't whole, know. But that's not why we're here today. No, we're that's here to talk about drag race. We're here to talk about a television show that has ruined my experience of being a homosexual <laughs> in this nation. Um. 
We're talking about this because Drag Race just announced their the cast for their 12th season. 12 seasons, damn. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Which feels like they pretty much never end. I thought mm-hmm. that we were getting like, sort of a longer gap between this most recent round of All-Stars and regular season, and it, it feels yeah. like it was longer, but it was still not long enough. And I think, I think the reason why I'm thinking there's more seasons is because I'm not taking account fucking All-Stars. Because mm. All-Stars is its whole nother fucking beast. Mm-hmm. So there's like, what, four seasons of that? And so the celebrity like thing is coming. <sighs> I mean, it just feels like it's TV. It's just, it's you know, it's just, they're doing all the same yeah. things that every other fucking competitive show would do. So I'm looking at these tricks right oh, now. Nice. And the theme for the announcement was red, white, and blue. Or, like, Patriot or something. I'm not even mad about that, either. Like, I'm just like... I guess it's neither here nor there. Yeah. And, like, I, yeah, I mean, there, of course, like, the the lib, like, blue check homo complaint was like, is this really a time to be celebrating America? I was like, who fucking cares? Who They're cares? drag queens. Right, like, it's not like it's... <laughs> right, exactly. Could have... Could have... What was that? I'm so mad. What? You're so mad. <laughs> Fuck this fucking show. Am <laughs> I having a stroke? Yeah. It looks oh, like a boy. I had to look up from my mic because I was like, I'm like my eyes are going in two different <laughs> directions. Just like sit from my sage. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. okay. Back to business. Uh, yeah, back to business. Um, um, it's... <laughs> upsetting what they're talking about where am i (sighs) well (laughs) i'm so glad we got that on audio (laughs) okay (laughs) i have so much to cut i know you That was rough for you. <laughs> the theme they could have picked was brown. They could have gone with brown. Would that have made everyone happy? <laughs> I mean, in high school, do you remember when we wanted our prom theme to be brown? And they were no, like, oh, we no. wanted our prom theme to be Halloween. <laughs> and they said, no, we can said- wear masks or carry weapons. I was like, I'm not as going to carry a weapon. I want it to be fucking spooky. Right. I want to be a ghost for prom. No, and um, then everyone was like, it's not really, it's sort of dangerous. It's like not really a safe theme. It was like, do you want the theme to be fucking brown? Right. Because like- we can make it that if that's going to make everyone happy and no one's going to get killed. Right. <laughs> prom theme this year is brown. Brown. Taupe. Taupe. That would be fucking great if Drag Race said that. Just like beige. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the theme is just chocolate. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I'm taking a survey of the girls. Mm-hmm. I li- The thing is, what sucks is that like we both pretty much are over Drag Race. It's not sure. for me anymore. I didn't watch any episodes of season 11. Yeah. I didn't watch barely any of season 10, really. Exhausting. Just, you know, just created for the masses. I don't care anymore. But every time I see that picture with all of them lined up, something in the back of my head is like, like I get so excited. I'm like, do oh, you? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Cause that's I, over for me. That fa- that window closed for me shortly after the All Stars that Trixie Mattel was on. Mm, I think I just like the looks. I think sure. when I see that, like yeah. sometimes I look at I mean, the outfit and I'm like, cool. It, it, it looks... satisfies like the sort of like the bottomless pit of content that I have <laughs> in, in right. the back of my brain. Yeah, but like where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get to watch all these interviews with these like dumb assholes who are gonna like <laughs> mispronounce <laughs> a bunch of words and you know do right. the whole thing. Like I love that process for sure. Yeah, I think it's because. I was like 
intaking and digesting so much drag content from like YouTube, <sighs> from TV, from fucking memes. Yeah. We're like, I think it's just like programmed into yeah. my head to get excited when something like this happens. But I know, like, it's more mm-hmm. of like a difference between my heart and my mind. Yeah. yeah <laughs> where yeah, it's yeah. like, I get excited, but in my mind, in like, my head, I'm like, I look fuck at this. these girls, and there's like, <clears throat> I, I genuinely am like this. They look exactly like previous queens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a girl who, like, directly has Trixie Mattel's eye makeup. Yeah. There's this girl who's dressed like some fucking patriotic paperclip, and she looks is clearly giving Sasha Valore. Yeah. There's some girl who has Trinity Tuck's beat. Yeah. This girl looks like what's the poor one's name? Uh. Uh. Um. Oh. Oh. Uh, Shit. Louisiana. No. Fuck. She's from Louisiana. What's her name? She came dressed in a Chichi Devane? Chichi Devane. Yeah. We have a Chichi Devane kind of girl. (laughs) We have a. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have one who looks exactly like. there's Peppermint. always there's always like that white girl that looks like you know yeah full we have the Aja like yeah. the sort of banji girl with the, whatever like it, it it's like people only, figure yeah. out exactly what they have to look like in order to make it on the show right because there is like a specific beat and a specific style and a very like elevated form of like fashionable mm-hmm. photogenic drag the only thing that I really like about the quote-unquote culture of it now is like how fashion elevated it is mm. like i admire that they kind of like look really good or like you know the runways i still like to sure, look at yeah i mean like whenever those crop up <laughs> my t- crop, crop up on my timeline i'm always like yeah hey, whatever i'll watch it's that. like cool it's like it's it's stuff that's cool to look at but again i don't give a shit about the actual tv show i don't give a shit about like the drama no. or like the, even like the contestants and i stopped watching about. I think I watched like the first two episodes of season eleven, which I I genuinely gun to my head couldn't name any not of the one in that yeah. season. Mm-hmm. And then they did the third episode was Trump the Rusical, yep. and I was like, we I'm not even clicking past the title of this. Yeah, no, it's so stupid. They like, it's the most like, it's. It's upsetting because of the fact that like Drag Race in of itself in mm-hmm. its early days to me seemed like the coolest thing. Yeah. And that it was like a moment, it was like a secret culture thing that like no one really knew about and it was like, it felt like a very specific gay thing where like Mm -hmm. it was like this sort of niche thing that we all talked about and like our straight friends were sort of privy to it in a funny way. Right. But now like the audience has shifted into like 14 to 17 year old annoying girls with bald heads and unshaved underarms. Right. It's not like, it's not for gay people. Mm -mm. And the gay people who it is for are like Twitter libs. Like, annoying and, like, yeah. still kind of pandery, like, yeah, Right, like, the same people who, like, like it's just <clears throat> the exact sort of demographic of, like, generally white gay guy. Yeah. Who, like, does the whole, like, getting on Twitter every day and being, like, the no fats, no femmes preaching, but then spends all day, like, posting pictures of themselves in harnesses and, like, yeah, you know, literally. like, I, it's just, mm-hmm. like, this weird-ass, like, despite the fact that it is in concept seems so cool mm-hmm. and so like radical and like world changing. Like, the, like and the now people, it's like yeah. emblematic of the most like, all right, we got marriage and now we're over sort of thing. Yeah. It's the, the people that like it are still the people that think that it's making this huge cultural impact yeah. when drag race isn't doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like done. It's like, yeah. it's kind of done making that impact because it's so mainstream now. Exactly. And it's so like, yeah, like jam packed with people. Yeah, that, I mean, it's just like, it's a, yeah. it's a talent show, like fucking American Idol or whatever. Literally exactly. It's exactly what it and is. And before yeah. it was like this sort of subversive pastiche of America's mm-hmm. next top model and like, 
Mm, it was like a yeah. send up of these things that were like already like established sort of markets where mm-hmm. those kinds of shows I feel like very few people care about these days. Right. Like the yeah. actual like the straight counterparts to drag races, like there's not a big audience for that kind of thing anymore. Right. Like, yeah. Project Runway, like no one's like mm-hmm. Project Runway is not like trending on Twitter every day. Like it's not the market for what people are actually into. Right, yeah. So weirdly drag race has sort of supplanted those things and become a parody of nothing mm-hmm. and it's just a show about men who get dressed up like women because it is the cultural mainstream because drag has sort of crossed over into a like it's like a money thing it 100 percent is like even when i like think of like the drag cons like in new york and la mm. and stuff it's just and like, how it seems like there's always one happening yeah right yeah. <laughs> like Honestly. every time i log on like i here i am at drag con again mm. i'm like how many fucking are there like i always think that, like if i were to go to one of those i feel like i would be so uncomfortable and like exhausted and just like ugh. It's like so i would strange. see i would see all the behind the scenes of like the people that really do give a shit about that kind of stuff and like mm-hmm. how cringy and like I don't know. I just feel like it's not me. It's not for me. It's, I'm no. kind of over it, and I don't understand why it's still like kind of like a huge thing, I guess. It gave... Here's my question. Where do you think <laughs> along the way... Because it wasn't always bad. And it wasn't. Oh, I really enjoyed like it, yeah. My first, like maybe even second year of college, mm-hmm. that was like a, ma- like a major fixture of our lives was being like, oh, it's like Drag Race Night. Yeah, like even in college, yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't always fucking lame. Yeah. And it was like, like All Stars 2 is like, I always say is like the best season of that show. Mm-hmm. But I think that that really was sort of like a fundamental turning point of where people realized that it really could be like, you could crank out a season of that yeah. twice a year. Mm-hmm. And have that just be, you know, like the model of like how Logo is making money and how right. like... RuPaul is, like, creating this empire. But at that time, too, Drag Race was cranking out, like, these legitimate, like, C-lister stars, like right. Trixie and Katya and mm-hmm. Alaska and, like, Or when you think of, like, uh, Courtney Act, who was already yeah. huge in Australia. Mm-hmm. It's it, like, like, sort of became, like, a crossover figure here, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But every season, you got a couple girls who emerged mm-hmm. from the fray and managed to, like, make something of themselves, whether it was sponsored by World of Wonder or not. Right, yeah. It was, like, this sort of... People were still like memorable. Mm-hmm. I think they they started to go a little south when they just tried really hard to make it palatable for the masses and like mm-hmm. trying to make it this huge thing. Um, I think like season maybe like seven or eight was when I started to kind of go a little mm, okay. Season nine was still fun to watch, but I was already kind of like okay, really? like I'm going like season nine was season seven like, was the first season I ever watched. Oh, okay, yeah, like with Pearl and with Violet <laughs> and like all these girls who were like fashion mostly but that like that has that, that was entertaining the most yeah it was stars. great like, yeah i mean all the people right. who are still sort of these cultural fixtures mm-hmm. were season seven right yeah i think season eight was my first one that i watched i really liked it that was like naomi kimchi etc bob um and i really liked that when i found it i was able to go through like hulu and like watch all the other seasons yeah. and kind of like you know like see the differences between year after year sure. um and, and then see like yeah. i mean this is that's the complaint for all those old seasons it's that it was like the more it got into a public eye where way more mm-hmm. people were watching it and it wasn't just like this gay night nightclub uh addendum mm-hmm. where it was like well the show exists to support gay bars and to yeah, have people right. like to come out on a wednesday thursday night to to watch it like yeah to drink party, at a gay like... bar which normally people wouldn't be doing yeah so there is like i think once the girls started being too afraid to be mean yeah mm-hmm. and were conscious of the fact that they were on the show to spin their time on the show into an influencer career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
thus <clears throat> needed to sort of stay palatable. Yeah. Like, once it became a lot more, um, what am I trying to say? Libtarded. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely libtarded. Yeah, Leo, leotarded. Leo, totally leotarded. Totally leotarded, which is the name of an actual episode. Of uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> See, that's how far we've come. Is That was like, <laughs> yeah. there's a whole episode of that show where like RuPaul herself is yeah. like trotting around the workroom being like totally leotarded. Yeah. But also that was, I mean... That was mm-hmm. the, I, we just watched The Simple Life and I Love New York recently. <laughs> right. They're every four seconds retarded, retarded, retarded. Like, yeah. Um, I think that f- I literally knew what I was about to say and then I lost it. I'm again. sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> I jumped you with the R word. Um, when I think of like when I think of just drag queens on TV, period, it's like uh-huh. you think of Drag Race. I'm trying to think of any other like program or any kind of like network that really had that kind of exposure where like I think mm. now with Drag Race it's become so used to like that where it's like yeah people are kind of watching themselves being like okay like I can't be mean on TV it's sure. Drag Queen where like I feel like back in the day they were kind of just like fuck it like I'm just gonna go and have fun and like well you know. yeah I mean I think that the reason why that happens though is so wrapped up in something that I talk about a lot which is the way in which TV is being asked way more and more every single day mm-hmm. to do a lot of political legwork for people where yeah. like by supporting a TV show or by getting on the internet and saying, I love this movie that supports that has a lot of black people in it. Mm-hmm. Or I love this TV show that has all kinds of fags of different creeds and colors. Right. And like, you know, like that kind of thing of like showing your support for a TV program that you don't even, you don't really even give your money to. You don't right. do anything with it other than say, I like it mm-hmm. is asked is a lot of people substitute any real political work yeah, for doing something like that. And I do think that because of the fact that like that is just something that I think is the most demented, horrible part about culture in general. Mm-hmm. But on a, <laughs> on a lighter note of that too, mm-hmm. is that, not only is that true, you're giving that responsibility to the most narcissistic, psycho assholes on earth, drag queens, who <laughs> <laughs> get like the most inflated sense of ego by like, do you remember how many people were like following season eight, nine, whatever? Mm-hmm. Like any time that there was like some political scandal, like when Trump shit happened, it was like the first people to tweet in all caps were fucking drag race alumni. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Like, I'm sorry, but like asking any of these idiots to be like, you, it's your job to be like a political radical. Like, you fucking wear wigs and mash your mouth around to Kylie Minogue. This yeah. isn't like, you're not like a luminary. Right. And no one is asking fucking any of these girls to be like public intellectuals because they fucking put their foot in their mouths. Yeah, like I remember one of the specific things like with Gia Gunn. When oh, God. people were um, shitting on her for saying she was like, oh, I'm, I just don't vote. Like, I don't like to vote in elections or whatever. <laughs> and then people were like, it's your responsibility. You're a trans girl, et cetera. And I was like, if she, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what? Let her live. I was like, you know how many people don't vote that are probably in the same... Do like, you know how long it takes to get ready in the morning to be Gia Gunn? <laughs> you think you want her to get out of the house and before the polls close? Good luck with that. Right. This bitch like, rolls out of bed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> with an eight-foot-long pony to style, okay? <laughs> this bitch is not going to some elementary school in her hooker pumps. <laughs> yeah, that's what... To that, vote. That's what totally blew me in where that made me kind of be like, you know what, fuck these girls. Like, <sighs> they're, they're drag queens. Like, what? Do you, they're entertainers, fun. They, yeah. they you know... I the just, whole in my, point, like, the reason why Drag Race is so was so good, I mean, because... 
when we say stuff like it's cringy now, mm-hmm. there's like Drag Race was always cringy. I mean, there's uh, so many parts of like season five, seven, like where it's like theater, mo- like when they do like like skits. Yeah, you can't even. It's unwatchable. <laughs> but that's <laughs> so bad. Yeah. But the whole point of them is that it's dumb and right. that it's not politically loaded mm-hmm. and it's an honest reality program in the sense that it's like the best parts of that show are. Katya fucking doing a backbend to fucking, you know... Some song. <laughs> Cindy Lauper. Like, right. there's no, like... How that's been spun mm-hmm. into this machine for, like, queer represent... Like, I just it just doesn't... It's incongruous to me mm-hmm. to have Drag Race be a vehicle for what gay rights movements are today. Or rather, what queer rights movements are today. I always just want to see what the demographic is for the audience now. Like, in my head, I'm like, oh, did someone else, like, in their sophomore year of high school right now come Mm -hmm. across Drag Race? Because it seems, like, so popular now where it's like, yeah, do they still have that kind of discovery moment that, like, I had with Drag Race? Is it just cringy for everyone now? That's why I feel like I just need to know, like, who is still watching it and why. Right. Well, I mean, you have to think of, like, the base, like, structure of Drag Race is that, like, it's very early seasons. It's, like, the most, when they go for emotional, Mm -hmm. it was, like, as gay people, we get to choose our family. Or it's right. like Latrice yeah. Royale crying about being put in jail right, because like she like couldn't yeah. get a fucking job mm-hmm. for being yeah. gay or whatever it was. And like there is like all kinds of it just doesn't translate very well to the current market mm-hmm. where most of the people watching are these sort of like post gender zoomer mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Who look to the show because it already has a massive platform and it had sort of the biggest audience in like quote unquote LGBT spaces. Right. And then we're asking for this show, which was based around not being gay or being queer, but being a fag. Right. And then expecting the fag show to carry this, (laughs) to carry this narrative of like woke queerness. Yeah. Because it's not the right vehicle for it at all. And, like, God, RuPaul's no. not the person either. No, like, that's why Jesus it, Christ. RuPaul like, is... Uh, <laughs> transphobic. Transphobic as fuck. Yeah. Not a sponge for new information at all. This no, bitch is someone like, who is, like... She has built her career. She was done with it before season five, really. Yeah, she was She's going it. through the motions because it pays the bills. Mm-hmm. And when people are, like, making these demands of her, she's like, fuck off. Right. Like, whatever. I made this show in fucking 2000-whatever. Yeah. Early aughts. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, I mean, God, like, and then when you have these girls who suddenly have this expectation of being like, well, I have this whole audience of like, you know, wide-eyed girls and kids and, or, Mm -hmm. you know, just like these sort of like queer kids or whatever, who didn't come up through this, like grow up in a time that we did or where it was like Mm -hmm. gay sort of meant a very different thing Mm -hmm. is not to sound... I'm, I'm very young, I promise. Uh, but, like, there's this whole, like, um, like, when, like, I'm trying to, I think it was Bob the Drag Queen who said this thing, but it was, like, Bob the Drag Queen had that tweet that was, like, should I come out as trans amorous? Would this be beneficial to the community, or would this be, like, he's, like, I'm not looking to pat myself on the back, but oh, I've, I've yeah. been attracted to trans people a, time, a couple times. And, like, all these people, like, I mean, naturally dogpiled because it was, like, a tr- a brain-dead thing to say. Yeah, that was stupid. But, like, it's, the reason why these girls think that they should be getting on Twitter and saying anything other than 
turn me up, right. you don't know, turn me up. That was the thing, like, kind of like to move yeah. forward and say like, okay, there needs to be this massive reality check about what a drag queen is. Because yes. I remember like during, you know, when they do those, that touring of like the haters roast where it's like yeah. just funny drag queens, which is great. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, I remember that video of Trixie Mattel <laughs> saying mm-hmm. like, Oh, do you guys like my shirt? Um, it's made out of cotton. Latrice picked it this morning. Or something <laughs> Latrice like, picked it for me. Yeah, she picked it for me. <laughs> and people were like, she's racist. X, Y, and Z. Like, cancel her. And I'm like, what do you think a drag queen is? Like, what? Like, what is your definition of a drag queen? Are you like, like, <sighs> I don't know. It's just like, well, yeah. I mean, it comes out of this place of like, people just, I, I mean, with the, the age group of the people who are into it now. Mm-hmm. I can't really blame them for expecting a certain level of decorum or a certain style of politics. Right. Because. That's what they're trained to like look right. for. I mean, yeah. like, they're public figures like anyone else who, yeah. you know, when Jennifer Lawrence uh, says some stupid shit, you get to jump into Jennifer Lawrence's mentions and right. say, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And you're over. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> most of these girls who came onto Drag Race and had like, Fucked up teeth, seven dollars to their name, scrape, you know, like phoned in every favor they could for right. in the two weeks where they had to show up to the World of Wonder basement to film this fucking thing. Right. Didn't have media training. What right. these girls were doing was like showing their asshole in a bar right. every night. And like there's just I don't understand how <laughs> anybody expects this show in particular to do any sort of legitimate legwork for gay rights, queer rights, much less. God, Mm -hmm. it's not furthering any agenda. From the beginning, it hasn't changed structure. When they bring on, like, they brought on Gia Gunn for that most recent season of All Stars, Mm -hmm. and that was, like, a fucking... So, in terms of, like, like the social hierarchy, it was a shit show. Mm -hmm. Where, I mean, when you come in and you say, all right, I'm going to be the token trans girl who still does drag for work Mm -hmm. it's you have to service every question yeah you have to go above and beyond to be the most obnoxious voice in the room Mm -hmm. you have to prove that you're still drag despite whatever and it's like this whole it's just a very like it's a weird battle to pick it's so weird because it was like an explicitly like direct response to rupaul's twitter shit so it just felt gross to me like it felt so like like dumb fabricated like you know just Mm -hmm. pieces on a chessboard i don't know it just feels so weird um but like to me it just feels like it just feels like Hmm. I'm trying to think of where I'm going with this. It just, I have a a part of my brain that thinks like, until someone is willing to like, admit what Drag Race actually is, Mm -hmm. and go on and really shake shit up, and Mm -hmm. say like, I'm going to come on and I'm going to be a huge cunt. (laughs) Or I'm going to come on and be a huge racist. Or like (laughs) something like that. What's really going to fix drag race if you put on a racist? Well, I mean, at a certain point, there's a level of like, the girls, they know what they're getting into. So you can see this in how many new girls come into the set and have a catchphrase and a shirt ready in the wings. Yeah. Ready for all the stuff to come because they know the sort of things that make people stand out or they think they know. It's still a platform. It's still like a platform for them to kind of, you know. Yes. Yeah. And 
obtain a constituency. Right, exactly. Yeah. So this makes me think, like, because of the fact that, like, a fair amount of smartish, or at least business-savvy girls come on the show. 100%. In the yeah. same way that I think that culture in general is due for this, mm-hmm. I think Drag Race very soon is going to be due for someone who comes on and says, I'm not going to play by this virtue rule. No, hell no. And yeah. I'm not going to come on and say, you know... I'm going to come on and be really amazing at drag the whole time mm-hmm. to the point of where I can't get eliminated. Yeah. Because I'm not going to like shake it to my head and whatever anyone has to say about me online or in person, it's not going to work. Right. And I'm going to come on and be a fucking freak. <laughs> and I'm going like, to, I'm going to be the most psychotic unhinged, like saying just because I mean, the earliest seasons of drag race, it's like eating disorder jokes, racist jokes, oh, sexist crazy, jokes, yeah. homophobic jokes. All, all this kind of shit mm-hmm. that's fundamentally scrubbed. Yeah. Or when it's not, it's turned into a narrative on the show where it's like when someone comes for someone's weight, yeah. it's like it takes up three episodes of like, why right. would you come for me like that? You're yeah. a fucking drag queen. Yeah. Like, what do you expect? Like, do just, you know what business you're in? Like, and it's like these, because now we have girls who are becoming drag queens to get on a show. Yeah. Which is like, I just feel so like, mm. Makes yeah. me upset. Makes me upset. Because it used to be good. Just let it be a show. Like, let it be a sh- like a fun show. It's like, a reality it's a television reality, show reality TV. about men in wigs. Yeah. Why? How much can it really do? <laughs> <laughs> if you think that any bumfuck Walmart belt person is going to get on VH1 and see an episode of Drag Race and be like, wow, gay people really are people too. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, you're crazy. <laughs> Drag you Race that. has already reached who it's supposed to reach. Period. 100%. Period. The audience has already been solidified. Yeah. It's if not, it's worsened. It's like these like perverted little drag kids. Yeah. And I don't know. It just, mm-hmm. it's it's frustrating for sure. Yeah. For sure. Canceled. Yeah. Uh, so, happy birthday, RuPaul. <laughs> happy birthday, RuPaul. Should we, should we see if Lana Del Rey won album of the year? Yeah, let's go check that shit out. Yeah, let me log on. Let me end on a light. Yeah, hopefully we can end with a celebration. I'll be so upset if she doesn't win. Demi but Lovato I won't be that upset. Come back on the Grammy stage. Oh, fuck. Demi <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I can't even be bothered to navigate Twitter right now. Let's just go on here and say. Album of the year, Billie Eilish. Cool. Okay, that's fine. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. She, she also it. won She's Best New Artist, and she won Song of the Year and Record of the Year. Oh, that makes me so happy. Oh, she like, swept it. That's yeah. sweet. She's fucking awesome. She deserves it. Ah, oh, good for her. Well, that made me feel better. That made me feel better, yeah. Because yeah. she already said recently in the interview that she, like, loves Lana. Like, yeah. Off to the Races is, like, her favorite song, I think. Right. Yeah. And so. well, Lana got enough acclaim. Yeah. And I'm sure, like... Oh, that's so, oh, that's so oh, cool. that makes me happy. Aw. Okay. Fuck Drag Race. Stan <laughs> Billie Eilish. Stan, yeah. Billie Irish. Uh, yeah. No, Billie Irish. Billie Irish. Um, she looks like a member of Outcast today on the red carpet. <laughs> she does. I looked at the picture and I was like, she looks like she's cosplaying as a black man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I love her. Love her to death. Love her to death. Great. All right. Do we have any closing remarks or is that all? Ugh. Today was a good day. Yeah, today was a good today day. Today was good. It felt very, very productive. I feel like we put a lot of positive energy out into the, uh-huh. um, into the musical discourse. Uh-huh. But, um, <laughs> when it comes to the drag race, nope. I'm- Fuck drag race. Stan Billy Eilish. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, R.I.P. Kobe. See you next time on Thought Topics. Thought Topics. Thought Topics. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs>